The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Show. I'm Kat Victorino, and joining me today are Nathaniel James and Paul Marsh. Welcome to the show, Paul. Hello, nice to meet have me on. It's nice to meet you. Absolutely. Hey, Nat, how you doing? Not too bad. Hi, hi, people. Hope you're all well. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah, we took another bye last week. That was my fault. I apologize. Life has been weird. It's 2020. It's almost over. Hopefully, life will be good in 2021. Crossing fingers. Anyway, on to football. So, um, was it Tim McDonald who once said, same old sorry-ass Rams? <laughs> was it Hanks? I know I saw Martin Hanks say it once, but I think Tim McDonald started it. So, we went into, the Los, into Los Angeles. I was going to say the Los Angeles Coliseum, but that's four years out of date. Uh, went into Los Angeles and took on the Rams in their home turf with a final score. San Francisco 49ers 23 on a last-minute field goal by Robbie Gold. And the Rams 20. Mullins went for 24 for 35, 252 yards, no touchdowns, one interception, and a 77.3 passer rating. We have definitely seen him play better in the past. Goff went 19 for 31, 198 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 52.9 passer rating. So he obviously had a bad day, too. Guys, what do you got to say about this game? Well, I, I personally was, was, you know, pleased. I was, I'm a kind of bit on the fence with this season, if I'm being perfectly honest, because it's a bit like, you know, if we're not going to make the playoffs, you don't necessarily want to win all the games to increase your draft position. But at the same time, whenever the games are being played, that competitive, you know, you don't like to see them lose. So when when, I, when the games aren't on, I'm a bit like, oh, we should lose them all if we're not going to get to the playoffs. But then when the game starts, you're so desperate to, to see us play well. And, and although we didn't play amazingly, um, you know, it was just so good to get a win and, and obviously see some of the, you know, see Moster and Debo coming back and just, you know, looking like looking like their old selves again. So uh, I was just, you know, pleased that we got the win in the end. And Sherm getting an INT. Oh, and Sherm, yeah, that interception, <laughs> amazing, brilliant. And, and can I just say, Nat, can I, can I, can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Oh, go ahead. Kinlaw is the bomb. Yeah. The rookie gave me yeah. my first pick six of the year. I'm so happy. <laughs> there, there is. What I like about Kidlaw is that I like the fact that when he's in, you know, when you see and you, you watch his interviews afterwards, he isn't always just automatically so delighted with himself as if he's just, you know, won the lottery. Do you know what I mean? You know, he got his first sack and he was like, yeah, it's like it's just one, you know. And you know, he's never, you know, he's always understanding that whilst he's a good achievement, he's by no means, you know the finished article and he's got a long way to go and I kind of like that kind of you know he's not getting too ahead of himself which I like yeah a little bit of hum- humility is is good yeah exactly yeah yeah and it's you know we, we've we've missed those key people really haven't we? we've missed you know we've missed most start definitely you know we've missed you know kind of um Kendrick Bourne no sorry not Kendrick Bourne what am I saying Kendrick Bourne for even <laughs> even he had a good game like you know I thought he, he played he played some really you know some he, he caught some real crucial catches in the game but no, we definitely missed um, Debo, and we bet definitely missed Mostart. Um, obviously, you know, there, there's a few, few, few people still missing um, due to sort of a. Back this week. 
yeah we won't we would look i could be good it's because you, you you have that you know then he brings another dimension to to the game so uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to sort of seeing because uh, i think we, we've only seen really one game with um demo debo samuel and and you know brandon Ayuk in <laughs> one game i believe isn't it so it's going to be really nice to to have them back and from from a offensive perspective i think we're really going to look really quite there's going to be we're going to be able to mix it up a little bit more in comparison to when we were playing the the green bay packers we had a situation where obviously it was quite quite difficult because we didn't really have you know Not any really offensive any, yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. you, you had a second team no but now, absolutely but now we're in a, a, a you know we're in a situation now where, where we where we can be a, a competitive team from an offensive perspective so hopefully i tell you yeah. what did annoy me though just thinking about it was we had a couple of uh a few holding calls that um were kind of you know really badly timed and uh you know set us back on a few drives which I just get enormously frustrated and I'm not somebody who knows all the rules inside and out, but so I, I'll never look at it and automatically know whether they were or they weren't holding. But I just, you know, they, because it's always, it seems like a relatively minor infraction, but it's 10 yards. I always think it's for a relatively minor infraction. It completely dents the drive because it's the 10 yard penalty. And it's like, you know, so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. And those are those kind of silly, simple, basic mistakes that they have made that, have led to those losses in the past so yeah but i i mean i i think when when i was watching this game i thought just like james had made that prediction you know he, he knew it was going to be a we all knew it was going to be a close close one it always is with when we play that when we play la um nice to sweep them though isn't it i mean just oh just, yeah go, come away with having that especially situation. when they've got such a good record yeah, yeah. i yeah. know <laughs> It, uh, and you know, you look. You, well, the, the, the two times we've played, they were like they, they, they were like seven and three, and you're like, really? Yeah. Because again, They're I'm not, not playing like a seven and three team. No, because I'm, I'm not one who watches like lots of the other teams play. I generally just I watch a few highlights, but generally only really watch all of the 49ers games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, you're thinking to yourself, the twice I've seen the Rams, and I'm thinking, are they really managing to win that much? I just find it quite strange. You should check out the strength of schedule between the two teams, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't a pretty game, but we did have some highlights. I mean, Mostert coming back had 16 um, uh, carries for 43 yards rushing wise. His average was seven yards per rush, but his long, he had a long of 10 and a touchdown that very first touchdown of the, of the game, which was so great. I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And Wilson did pretty good with 12 carries for 43 yards, a 3.6 yard average and a long of 10, you know, McKinnon three for 21. So we're still handing the ball off. We're still, you know, rotating who carries the ball rotating who's receiving the ball how many receivers did we have in this game that had a touch i mean nine (laughs) yeah yeah but samuel is obviously the number one because he was 11 for 133 12.1 yards per average and a long of 33 so obviously the talents there on the field those mistakes are very telling yeah 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 and obviously, just yeah, obviously, cause, you know, we were quite. I mean, obviously, the defense did great with all the turnovers, but then equally, we we were we t- you know we turned over the ball a, a few times as well. So it was mm-hmm. uh, a little sort of, and then obviously they managed to um, get a couple of scores, I think, didn't they, off of turnovers or some points. But yeah, you know, those first few that we that we turnovers that we made 
we didn't get any points from. So, I, you know, to, to be up at half time, I was actually quite shocked because, you know, we'd obviously done pretty good. We were trying to shoot ourselves in the foot. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 yeah, we were trying hard not to be up, but we were. <laughs> we're we were channeling the 2015 Niners, right? Yeah. <laughs> or 2016, 2017, I forget. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of defense... So Greenlaw led the team with seven tackles in the game, five solo, two assisted, and they sacked Goff twice, and it was Hyder both times, you guys. Yeah. RG yeah, yeah. is still pretty solid despite the injuries. I mean, you know, the, the defense, you know, has, has certainly managed to cope with the significant losses way better than the offense. And, you know, uh, I, you know, I think a lot of it, because obviously there's obviously all this talk, isn't there, about Salah moving on to the... Uh, potentially uh, is it the Lions or whoever is just sacked their, their head coach and uh, you know there was a lot of talk about it, isn't it really how how, how um, well he's managed to to keep you know we're, we're in like you know uh, in all the different areas where where you know the defense is ranked we're, we're, we're quite high up still in, in pretty much every category despite the fact we've had all these losses and we still managed to turn up and perform uh, and uh you know, I think you know. I think that's only um, you know only praise can be given to obviously the players that have come in and obviously Salah. Obviously, for he seems to be a brilliant man motivator. He seems to really get everyone fired up. I think just kind of going back to defense, there's a lot of you know. It was good to have a, a few more people back. You you know, obviously we had a Uncle Sherm um, being being able to have that interception. Then unfortunately we fumbled it the next. I think it was the next next play when we were on offense and sort of turned out. So it was good to have him back, but. I, I'm, I'm really uh, I've been really impressed with um, Fred Warner this year in terms of what he does and how he contains and <laughs> makes you know he, he obviously has he's, he's got such a good big talent as in, in terms of being able to sort of raise everybody's game in, in terms of that sort of secondary mm-hmm. position and yeah it, I, I can't wait to sort of see him and I, hopefully I, I mean it's hard to know where we're, where we're going to go isn't it I I I know we're probably going to come into the to, to, to some of the questions in a, in a little while around you know what what was posted on the on the on Facebook and everything, but it, it's it, you know to 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 know where whether or not he, I, I mean I think he can there's there's no reason why you can't make the Pro Bowl this year right you know in terms of how he's been playing, um, but Which I believe isn't voting already open? Ooh. Yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So go vote, off, vote, yeah. vote, 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 vote. But for Warner, uh, the, 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 the other, um, I saw on I can't remember on Twitter and one of the things I follow I can't remember exactly what but I saw a stat about um, uh, Jimmy Ward saying I think it was either in the last six weeks or something like that in, in, you know, so obviously not so not since the start of the season but over the last sort of six games or something like that he's the top ranked safety in the NFL. Yeah, I read that. I read that. I can't. Yeah. I can't remember how long, how many weeks it's been since he's been there, but it's been like five or six weeks or something like that. And uh, he's somebody that I always, because again, not being somebody who uh, knows all the intricacies of the game particularly, you know, he, he's not somebody who necessarily, you know, he doesn't make lots of interceptions. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't necessarily make loads of flashy tackles, or so he's not somebody who often necessarily jumps out of the screen at you. So sometimes I look at him and I think, you know, is he worth the money that we paid and all that kind of stuff? Um, but he clearly, you know, quietly goes around about his game and 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 you know, um, just despite not being that flashy sort of highlight real player, he's obviously, you know really come on in the last few weeks which is which is you know what we need them to well he forced two fumbles in this game and yeah, allowed yeah. just allowed just 16 yards in eight targets so 
you know, he he knows what he's doing. It's Absolutely, good. Yeah. And it's good. Oh, is, it, is it now two or three years? Oh, I'm not going to say that because I'll just think it. <laughs> how he was. You know, yeah. <laughs> I what I was going to say about it, but I won't say in case I jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a highly su- superstitious lot over here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i think you can understand being a niner fan yourself yeah. anyway speaking of the facebook group and our fan questions nathaniel you posted one <laughs> i want to ask you do you really think we can still make the playoffs Am, am I excited after last the last game? Well, I mean, coming away from it, I was really excited because I thought, yes, we have sweeped L.A. We have, you know, which is such, you know, when you've got it and when you're actually doing when you're when you're playing a, a rival, uh, you know, and they're top of they, they were top of the division. No, I, I, did. Did I think we were going to win the last you know this this game no i didn't think we were going to i think <laughs> we would be i thought we'd be damn close but i didn't think we were going to win it because of you know how 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 Mullins has been playing at quarterback i didn't really think that we we, we would I, all right we had some key players coming back but i, I didn't think we were going to actually do i i didn't think we were going to do what we did on on sunday but i guess what what we've got to take into perspective is that you know we we we're right back in it really we, we we've you know suddenly when you see uh, on the NFL website, when it's the NFC and, you know, people are in contention, you know, they're in the hunt, suddenly the 49ers appear and you're starting to think, hold on a minute, okay, we've got some key players coming back. We've had, you know, Samuel, and the good thing is we've not heard, and I don't want to say the I word because we've we've had it so so often this year, this, this year um, mm. you know, for, uh, over the Super Bowl hangover and everything. So I, I don't know. Do I do I suddenly start to get excited and think, you know what, could could these guys actually, you know, pull together and actually bring it? And, and we know we're still missing key, some some other key guys, Jimmy G and you know George Kittle. So do do I think that we can possibly get back back to playoff contention in the way that we've been playing? I don't see that. There's no reason why not. But I I, I think this God. weekend is going to be a is going to you know the Bills. They're obviously playing well. They've got a good record. I think with the Rams, we've played each other so many times. You know, they obviously, you know, there's there's a familiarity with them being, you know, in in the NFC uh, West with us and that kind of stuff. That they always make them close games, and we could have had a chance of winning with the Bills. They're playing so well. I think that you know, if we if we uh, can beat the Bills, then I definitely think. Um, you know, because we've got Washington and Dallas, I think, after that, haven't we? So, yeah. you know, if we were to beat the Bills, the other two are definitely winnable after that. Um, then we get into a like a, you know, so what would that make us? That would, if we won those three, that makes us uh, eight and six or whatever it would be. I think that's it. Yeah, eight and six, I think that would make us yeah. um, going into Arizona. And then, you know, so I, I, think, I think next week is going to be a real decider in terms of, whether or not if, if we lose next week and we go in a bit of a downer and you know i think you know it's going to be tight but we've still definitely got a chance um but you know with with the with the bills and then arizona and the seahawks to play with their mobile quarterbacks which we seem to struggle with which, a little bit yeah, yeah. uh we, we we do have a chance but i think we're gonna to have to build the momentum from here and keep winning i don't think if we lose another one i think we'll struggle definitely yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gareth Smith asks rumors of Vic Fangio on the hot seat in Denver, which I wasn't he also fired? 
would you like to see him back as DC if Sala gets the head coaching job? Would you take Fangio back? I wouldn't. I'm not honest. sure. You know, at the time, obviously, you can see he was our defensive coordinator, wasn't it? We went to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl and he did a good job for us. And, uh, you know, at, at that point, you were questioning, you know, could he become head coach and, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, obviously, our defense is very different to the defense back then. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not I, I'm not sure I would go, go back to that. It would feel like a backward step to me. I'd rather go younger. Or does that, is that ageist? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> don't be ageist. You got an old lady over here. <laughs> Fresher ideas, maybe. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> well, or how about a, a defensive coordinator that works within the Shanahan system? I mean, really, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what Shanahan's going to be looking for. Uh, nothing against Fangio. I had nothing against Fangio. I just don't think I, I'm in total agreement with you. I don't think we should be going backwards. I think we should be moving forwards. Yeah, and yeah, certainly. And I know it caused a lot of debate around, you know, because there was a few comments and people didn't really, you know, obviously we're all entitled to our opinion, you know, uh, as to what what was mentioned, you know, around sort of, you know, the fact that this might be Salah's last year. Don't get me wrong. I think from a de- from a defensive coordinating perspective, he's done a really, really great job, you know, in, in the two seasons, you know, that we've had him. He's always managed to, you know, his schemes and everything else. He's managed to bring the team really, really up. And, and they're not, you know, some of the players aren't. I mean, you think about the two players like <laughs> that we've had that have actually gone on um, IR, um, it's it's been really really hard hasn't it but he's mm-hmm. still raised that game around trying to to you know get these guys back back in and into a you know with with no nick bosa and solomon thomas it's made it really really hard so i, I yeah i, I don't know so i just i just think it, it seemed quite difficult because obviously salah is such um you know you always see him on the touchline he's pumping his fist and every time a big play is made he's there to greet the players they come off he's so high energy I just worry that, you know, obviously that, that's obviously the environment that they've created. If, if if you went to sort of Vic Fangio, who isn't going to be on the sideline revving up the players in such a way, you don't necessarily want to, you don't want a, a clone, a copy of Salah particularly, but I worry that, you know, he would be, I don't know, uh, you know, he'd like be like a calm, a calmness that, that, I don't know that maybe they they don't you know, obviously they obviously respond to Salah. So would you want to go back to someone who wouldn't have such high energy and that kind of thing would worry me. Yeah. Well, and and the the locker room is obviously very tight, and I think yeah. that goes with the coaches as well. And they are obviously having even when they're losing, they're having fun playing the game. So they have to get. It, it, I honestly, you guys, I think Salah is gone after this year. He's going to get a head coaching job yeah. a year, probably a year too late. You know, he probably should have should have gone last year, but uh, or this season should have been a head coach. But it's going to happen. And what what we really need is that defensive coordinator who's going to go in and kind of blend in with the culture that they've created because they've yeah. created a different culture than Fangio when Fangio was here. Very different. Yeah. So, yeah, they need that person needs to be able to to get themselves into that culture and and, you know, fit. There's got to be that fit as well or the yeah. players are just not going to respond. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a key appointment because it, mm-hmm. it could, you know, it could go either way. Couldn't it? You know, the, 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 you know, if the defensive players don't respond to whoever they bring in, you know, it, it could uh, uh, considering, you know, defense is 
certainly last year getting us to the Super Bowl was was a, was to me a far bigger reason why we got to the Super Bowl than our offense was. Oh, and yeah. this year again holding us up uh, in games uh, way more than than our offense does. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 the person comes in, it could completely destabilize what what the defense has been producing under Salah. Uh, so it's going to be such a key key uh, appointment that you know just fingers crossed they they get the right person in because exactly. uh, it it could have serious consequences. I you know, I think that's why you hear um, Shanahan, you know, going on about how he really doesn't want him to go. And, you know, I know he's on borrowed time type of thing. He's definitely going to go. But, you know, I really don't want him to go. And I can completely understand why he wouldn't really want to upset that apple cart because it's obviously been such a good formula over the last few years. I, I guess the, the, the other thing that I, I mean, my, my my personal view is that I'm I'm in, in the same opinion of of you know Kyle nobody's going to turn down a head coaching job because of the money are they but I guess the thing is that I I kind of worry a little bit when you have this situation because you look at you know kind of some of the guys that you know you think of like Matt Patricia and him being you know like fired and everything and do you know what I mean I know it's production-based business and then you've got you know you do have these situations where you think, okay, these people come in and they, you know, they, they do really, really good. And Fangio, yeah, Fangio, you know, he was, he was a defensive coordinator for ages, but I, I don't know. We could go on and we could analyze it in real, real context. Couldn't we around the fact that defensive coordinators might be okay, but you know, there's two sides to that game, isn't there? There's always that offensive perspective as well. And to have a defensive coach be a head coach, in that situation i i don't know i uh, think about vic fangio he, he's not really done masses there so uh, I, it's kind of one of those things really yes i think we are going to have to move on but from from you know and have to look at somebody for to replace salah um but i, I don't know that that worry in that that situation and thinking about what what happens it, it's it's a hard one really mm-hmm Steve Holm wants to know, is our own line good enough to take us back to the Super Bowl this year, next year, or in the near future, even when everybody's healthy? No. <laughs> that, that was going to be my answer. We need the cowboy back, man. <laughs> it's... Um... You know, obviously Trent Williams has come in and he's like, again, I saw a thing today that he's the second highest ranked tackle in, you know, football, which is great. So we obviously need to sort and tie his, you know, sort his contract out. And he's clearly a key piece. All the other pieces for me, uh, are, I mean, uh, Lake and Tomlinson, you know, probably still done enough for me ne- next to Trent Williams. Um, to, to to keep his place, but certainly centre and, and and the right side are all up for grabs. Because unfortunately for me, McGlinchey, he mm. looked like he was making like significant progress, especially down sort of the back straight of last year into the Super Bowl. He looked like he was really making strides. And I know he's kind of he's kind of had a, a, a bit of a backlash, hasn't he, to, to criticisms and saying you, if you look into the you know the plays and that kind of stuff. But but in in pass protection, we look woeful at times. In, yeah. in my very amateur eyes. Oh, absolutely, we do. <laughs> Simon Holdsworth wants to know: Is Fred Warner on pace to be Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah. Agree. But well, 
Well, <laughs> that would have been a perfect two-minute drill question. <laughs> Simon, sorry, Simon, but yeah, you've now hit it on. As I said before, I think this guy is definitely pro bowl bound. He's playing, you know, out of his socks, and he's so young, isn't he? He's only like he's only his early twenties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do, do you think about it? We 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 lose K K one um, Alexander to the Saints, which I you know I still feel gutted about because I really like I, I like the way that he plays, but. Uh, do you know what I mean? We, we we had a situation where we were going to have we, we, when it comes into the intricacies around contracts and monies and uh, money and, and a lot of play, key players, you know, coming up to them, yeah. then their uh, contracts being renewed. You kind of understand it, really, which is a bit of a sad, sad situation. Yeah. But um, I, th- I think, yeah, he's definitely he's he's got a lot of in the conversation. I mean, I, th- I, don't, I don't watch enough um, of all the other games to, to really um, give a, a, a true analysis of whether he's definitely, you know, likely to win. But, you know, from, from watching our games and the quality of his play in our games, you know, I, I can't believe there are, there are that many other people who play uh, better, playing better than him. So it's certainly got to be in that conversation. And, totally. you know, we've got to sort out his, you know, because, again, we're in another Kittle situation here, aren't we? Where he's going into the last year of his contract next year. We're going to have to... Yeah, you know, t- to me, Trent Williams and Fred Warner are the two top priority contracts that we have to. If we can't sign anybody else, there are a lot of other players that, we're, that are running out of you know their contracts are off this year. So I'd love to stay, but for me, the two that have to get sorted are Trent Williams and Fred Warner. And if we don't sort those out, uh, you know, I'll be really, really uh, disappointed with with the off season because you know they're they they're, they're key key pieces and, and Fred Warner I say so young and still got you know development potential and he's already playing at such a high level um you know he's he's a vital cog you know in our future in our, any chance that we've got of going to the super bowl again you know in in the near future yeah definitely definitely agree with you there Paul definitely we need to get him sorted and I'm sure you know we've we've got it in that situation now where Lynch is you know he he did a, such a good job and he waited all the lot you know everybody's like oh, getting worried and nervous because you were thinking my god is George Kittle going to be around for the for the foreseeable yeah. future and you were worried because yeah. people were like oh my god is he going to get signed is he going to get signed and I thought yeah he is going to get signed it's just going to take quite a while for it to do it so hopefully yeah yeah know, I mean I don't I don't care how long it takes they no. to do it <laughs> You know what I mean? Get it um, done. <laughs> and, you know, not 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 to sort of sidetrack onto Garoppolo to talk about him too much, but one of one of the reasons why I would be happy for us to move on for him is because if if the sacrifice of his wages meant that we can definitely tie down Warner and Trent Williams and a couple of the others who uh, we definitely need to re-sign. For me, because I don't think he's worth the high contract that we're paying him, even though he's still a very good quarterback. If if that trade off ensures we sign those other players, to me that's a trade off worth having. Uh, you know, it's far more important for me that we've got those players on our team than Garoppolo. So I mean, obviously if they could work out, you know, that's fine. But do you know what I mean? That, you know, that's mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why I think if we have to move on for Garoppolo, that that we well, should because of that personally. But you also have to look at what guaranteed monies are we on, already on the hook for for Garoppolo because getting rid of Garoppolo and moving on from him may not make financial sense. Yeah, right. I, think, I think we can get rid of him for two million at the end of this year. See, I'm still not ready to move on from Garoppolo. I, 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 I don't know what what maybe people think. You know, people are entitled to their views about Garoppolo. I know some people don't like Garoppolo. I know there's people that that, that I you know that are in the fan base that don't like Garoppolo that are fed yeah, up with I'm him. But, those, I'm afraid. <laughs> but then I, I I kind of think that you know he has 
played, you know, he has <laughs> raised a game. We have one one in situations when he's been on the, on the field, especially last last oh, year. I'm, I mean, what? there's no questionable. If you, if you look at the number of games won with Garoppolo against yeah. with other quarterbacks, yeah. It, it's crazy. I mean, why would you? You know, he, right. yeah, he is. A, he is a good quarterback. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and, and he will get us to a certain level that is that is a good level and, and a level. It just worries me. One, I don't think he's the same player that he was after he came back. So for me, because I, I just look back and I may have rose tinted glasses. Those five games that he played at the back end of was it 2018? No, 2017 or whatever. When when he when he came in, you know, he looked. Yeah. He was making yeah. passes like he was running, you know, out wide and making passes on the run. He was so much more mobile than he is with his knee, at the, you know, with his leg at the moment. I think he's lost some of that, uh, which is understandable. Just, but he needs totally to figure out how to compensate and, for that. And totally understandable. But I just, you know, he he looks like. It, Oh, and yeah, I mean, obviously, some people I say, I just feel like uh, he's not necessarily going to win us a game when everyone else is playing badly. You know, you see, you see Russell Wilson extending games uh, and some of these other quarterbacks who who literally the team around them are playing poorly, but they can win a game because because of their skill and their abilities. I just don't believe Garoppolo is that person. Yeah, you know, to put it put it the other way around, if in the Super Bowl the scores were reversed. I don't think Garoppolo could have got us out of that situation that, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs ended up coming back from. And I'm, I'm just not convinced in my head that he's that that type of quarterback that's going to. But if we keep him, I'm not going to be hugely disappointed because we can still perform at a quality level with him there, especially with a bit more health. Because, again, this year he's been unhealthy. I'm just not convinced he's going to ever take us to that. But I'd be happily proven wrong. <laughs> um, and I think the thing is, we've we've got to look to the future. I don't say that we can keep, you know, all, all the all the players for the rest of the, you know, but but I, I think, you know, obviously we we've that there is, you know, there is opportunity. We we can look to, you know, be able to take somebody in the draft, can't we? And 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 build and develop around them. Kevin Herbert wants to know: Has D Ford played his last game as a Niner? Um, well. I think, well, I would get rid of him because it's not because he's a bad player, but he's obviously got a big contract and his injury record is terrible. Mm. The only thing I don't know about is, as you were talking about, is like, you know, how, what, what would it cost us to, to get rid of him? You know, if he's got a contract of, you know, X million and to get rid of him is going to cost basically like a million less effectively. We might as well keep him if we're going to have to pay him the majority of what we were going to pay him, even if we cut him, then we might as well keep him. But if, if we can make a decent saving from from cutting him, uh, I personally, because you just can't trust that he's going to be on, you know, even if you could guarantee he was going to be on the pitch for 10 games a year, that would be great. But we can't even do that at this point. Yeah, yeah. I just think we do. There's just so many uncertainties with regards to D Ford, and I yeah. really am. I'm so upset that we've not seen him play and being being up to the potential that he played last year, and being that player that we know that he can play, and 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 having that, you know, being able to penetrate and be, you know, that that player. Do I think he's going to be here next season? I, I probably I'm in the same agreement with. Paul, I think we're going to be in that situation if, if he's going to be able to save us money. And oh, unfortunately, I think maybe he has had his day. Uh, it, it's it's hard to know what what this back injury is, and that you know, because we've we've we were all. I, I think we we okay, we were going to lose him for a few games, but it, it's been a long time now, hasn't it? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we need to kind of start thinking about kind of progressing forwards and trying to 
you know, unfortunately, I think it's, it's like every player, isn't it, that we have, they, players have their day and we've got to move forward and think about mm-hmm. the future, really. Mario Taylor wants to know if we should draft the Notre Dame quarterback. I believe he is speaking of Ian Book. I did a quick Google search this morning, but I, I don't watch college football, so I'm not familiar with his talents. Oh, yeah. See, I'm not a college football watcher. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. We're going to have to skip that question. You know I, what? I, I, I'm going to save this for the next time Deepak is on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll save, save it for Deepak, yeah, because he'll know about it. <laughs> he'll be like, oh, well, let me tell you. And then we'll get schooled. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for your question, Mario. We'll if make it's sure going to be the next start, then yes. If it's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he's the next Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, then yeah, definitely by all means, why not? Absolutely. But um, yeah. I, I I couldn't give you a, I wouldn't be able to give you an educated no, guess because no. I don't I don't watch. But thanks, Mario. Good question. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, moving on to week 13. We are quote unquote home in Arizona for to welcome the Buffalo (laughs) Bills. That feels so weird. Oh, my God. So as you may have known, the pandemic has once again hit California hard and most of the Californian counties are in the purple tier, which the governor of California has decreed as the worst tier. I have been living in purple this entire time. Uh, Yay me. Um, (laughs) But Santa Clara County's uh, health health officer has uh, discontinued allowing sporting events in that county. There was no option of using a California stadium because many of the similar restrictions were being put in place where there were stadiums. Uh, So the Arizona Cardinals stepped up and said, hey, come on down. Meet us in the desert. Come use our place. Just don't play with our drums. Um, (laughs) I read today that the the infection rate is worse in Arizona than it is. In Santa Clara. <laughs> no, anyway, yeah, I, I can't, I can't well, 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 a lot of this is based on hospital beds as well. And yeah. our hospitals in California are starting to fill up where Arizona's may not be. But, you know, I don't know. I don't have numbers in front of me. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to be at home, as I'm doing air quotes, at home in Arizona to bring on the Buffalo Bills. The all-time series is currently tied at six and six with four of the last five meetings ending in blowout wins. The last meeting was a 45-16 win for the Bills in week six of 2016, where we went to Buffalo. Three fourth quarter touchdowns confirmed the win for the Bills. Uh, Last week, the Bills met the Chargers and beat them 27-17. They now have an eight and three record and they are number one in the AFC East, a game of he- ahead of Miami. Go Cheetah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and currently the Niners have opened as a two and a half point underdog for the game. Guys, what are we looking for in this game? Other than a win. I think um, bu- Buffalo are really, I-, I think they're really good. I really like them. I like the way they play. They're a really well-rounded team. Um, you got Josh Allen, who when I when I saw him when I when I saw him being um, you know when he was in the before he was drafted um, by Buffalo, just the way he he was playing, I just thought he, he didn't he had quite a he had quite a high throw. And it was similar to Aaron Rodgers, wasn't it? But I, I wasn't con- I, there was a lot of interesting situations around whether or not he was going to be a, a good quarterback. But I think he plays quite quite well. He's quite mobile as well, uh-huh. so. 
um, I don't I like that we, word. We we don't like mobile quarterbacks, do we? But we we <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, well we'll we'll see what what happens. But you know they got two key receivers, haven't they? And Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, I said, no. and just defensively, yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit worried about this this game because they they are they're, they're some they're just really even their running backs good, isn't it? So. <laughs> I, I, Oh, I, I don't know. It's it, I think we just have to see what what. I saw happens. I saw an interesting. I can't remember the the positions. The the you know, the grading of the offenses and the defenses against each other. So, for example, the Bills' offense the was ranked eighth or something, and we're ranked whatever we're ranked nineteenth or something. And then, <laughs> but then the the defense our defense is ranked ninth and their offense is ranked 16th so they they the, the offense and the, the gap between them match up quite quite well our, our strength being the defense and their sort of uh offense and that kind of thing so it, it could be i i worry this you know, it's going to be a tough game that we're going to struggle especially being um you know in in a weird environment you know whereas it's supposed to be a home game but it's not a home game it's obviously <laughs> yeah. you know it's going to create probably a weird feeling potentially for the players but, you know, if the matchups and obviously, again, with, you know, a, a week down the line from coming back from injury, all of those players that have come back will, will, will be better off for having had a game, uh, you know, under their belts, you know, in recovering from those injuries. Um, you know, if, if we can if we can protect the ball a little better, um, you know, there's every chance that, um, you know, we, we can actually, you know, put it out of the bag. But it's, I think it's going to be a, a way tougher game than it is uh, than it was against uh, the Rams. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in total agreement. I think it's going to be a tough game, and yeah, I don't I don't know. Mullins hasn't been playing brilliantly, has he? More yes, recently, no, so it's, I, I, it's, yeah, I'm going to have to see the best of Mullins. Uh, yeah, to... these poor guys, these poor quarterbacks. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> The thing with Mullins is that we've seen him play so well. Yeah. At yeah. Times, uh, it's just frustrating that, mm-hmm. you know, when he doesn't, you know, hit those same heights. But, you know, I suppose that's, you know, when you're only playing sporadic games and you don't know when your next game, you know, there's no, there's, it's probably difficult to build consistency. So, you know, again, if we can, you know, what is he sort of several games in now to this, to this recent run, if, if, if we can, if we can sort of throw off a relatively, uh, mediocre performance the other day and and take a step forward again that will be another you know improving our chance of of, of actually winning especially with uh, you know is, is I due back this coming week I'm not sure is he I don't know but um, if he's back as well that would be great yeah yeah so do we have any predictions for the outcome oh god I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm terrible at them, so only because, only because, one, I'm just not very good at them, but but two, I don't really. If I if I feel like we're we're going to struggle to win, I just I just you know it's difficult <laughs> to put a prediction where I don't like predict, predicting <laughs> we're going to lose. Um, if, if put it this way, if if I I think um it'll be a similar scoring game, but so twenty twenty odd points each yeah. type of thing, but I, I which way it goes, um. You know, I think uh, you know uh, will depend on Mullins and um, how how he performs. I no. think, yeah, I think it's going to be a really close close game. Um, but 
we need Mullins to perform really. We need him to play like Mullins played when he played against the New York Giants, really, don't we? So yeah. I, I, I just um I, I think it's gonna be a close one. I think it's gonna come probably in my opinion, I think it's probably gonna come down to a touchdown. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be a rough game, and I think Robbie Gold had better be on his game. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, no more missing uh, field goals. <laughs> yeah, we, we we need we need his boot in range from 50 yards, I think, on uh, this weekend for sure. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, I have two minutes on the clock. Who's ready to play the two-minute drill? Okay, let's do it. I don't really yeah. want this, but let's go. <laughs> this is our lightning round. I will. We will have two minutes. I will ask as many questions as I can, and you guys are to answer them, and we'll take turns. You guys ready? Yeah. I'm starting the clock now. All right, Paul, after the dust has settled with a great win, was it a defensive master class, or were L.A. really that bad? Defensive master class. Nat, finally having three key pieces of our offense back on the field, which one for you was the most impressive? Um, probably Mostart, to be honest. I think he was just, you know, he scored us a touchdown. Although saying that, he didn't, didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't there all, all the time, was he? So, uh, uh, that's a really hard question. I, I liked Mostart, but also Debo played well. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try and keep it to two minutes. You know oh what I'm like. Paul, do you think we can carry this momentum into the Bills and come away with a dub? I hope so. I, I say if, if Mullins is the key for me, if he comes out, then yes. All right. Nat, reports suggesting Kittle is almost ready to return. Would you risk him in the next couple of weeks? Um, for the next two games, um, I'd probably say probably not not for Washington or the Dallas but I'd probably when when he's ready when he's I'd say get him back for the Arizona or, or, or possibly Seattle game but it'll, it'll be dependent on what what happens we don't want to rush him back people are saying that he he might not come back at all really because of all the situation yeah. and I, I'd rather I, I we've got to rest him he, you know he, he plays out of his socks every game but if we if it's dependent on the cut the, the results at the time really but i'd say no don't rush him back if um, he's not 100 sure. yeah. healthy yeah. i wouldn't bring him back at all no paul how many games do you think we'll win the rest of this year <laughs> um three. Oh. i reckon we'll beat i okay I reckon we'll beat uh well potentially the bills definitely washington and dallas <laughs> I'm not so sure about the two against the, uh, you know, the Arizona or the, because um, of that whole mobile quarterback thing worries me immensely. And we are out of time. Whew. Well, um, we did it, guys. We we recorded a podcast. Who Absolutely. Knew? Good stuff. I enjoyed myself. Thank you for inviting me. I hope you'll return sometime. Absolutely. Uh, Kat, can I just make a shout out to um somebody that's been quite that's been supporting our podcast it's a guy that um basically um he lives in california um a bit further away not not um not in san francisco but um niner beto he has his um he, he has a, a podcast called the niner sickness so please check it out he has been sh- making shout outs to us about when i've been on the show 
and when I've been on there, he's been really quite, you know, supportive of and, and says that the, the podcast that we do is absolutely awesome. So please, people, oh, check you. check check it out. He, he does. Well, um, I mean, he does appear at unsocial times on on our um, on our uh, Niner Empire GB, but he's a really cool guy and he he just comes up with some really valid points and. Yeah, he's. Um, I'm hoping that he'll be on the show quite soon, hopefully. Nice. But we'll, we'll see. <laughs> that would be cool. Check it out. Send me a DM, Beto. <laughs> Did you all know we have merch? We've got merch. Go to our oh, Redbubble store. The link's on the, on the team page, on our group page. I got my shirt. I got my magnet. I got my coffee mugs. I'm a happy cat. <laughs> <laughs> And I got my T-shirt with a black, and uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, I did send a review. I don't know whether Paul McDonald's going to send a thing out, but because um, he was trying to create a video with everybody's reviews and everything. Oh, cool. But it, it, yeah, I'm, I, I, it's really good, good stuff. Um, yeah, please, please yeah, support. I've sent, I've sent a link to my husband with subtle hints for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, I think it's time we wrap it up. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Andy Mitchell, Daryl Nils Handman, Deepak Gohill, Graham Ross, James Little, Jason Argo, Mark Lyon, Nathaniel James, Neil Jepson, Paul McDonald, Rob Newell, Ross Irwin, Simon Holdsworth, and Stephen Box for all the work they do on the show and in the group. My apologies if I missed anyone. And if you would like to be involved in the show, just let us know. We're always looking for members to help out, contribute, or appear on the show. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB, and on Facebook, search for the group Niner Empire GB. Be sure you check out the Frequency 49 blog on Podbean or your favorite podcast site. You can also email us at Frequency49Show at gmail.com. Awesome. As I say, well, thanks again for having me. I've certainly enjoyed myself. Yeah. Well, it was terrific meeting you. I'm glad you got to join us, and I hope you'll be back. Oh, well, on pleasure. that note, for Nathaniel James and Paul Marsh, I'm Kat Victorino. Go Niners. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.